Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I'm a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. And the mission of this podcast is to empower businesswomen to take inspired action to elevate their lives. I'm your host, Melissa, and today we're going to talk about how to build a consistent referral network for your small business. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Melissa Barker, and I am a speaker and a business coach primarily, but I've also had a variety of other business experiences, right? So I've been in the industry of marketing and sales for 10 years now, four of those years running my own consulting and coaching business. And I'll tell you a little secret, 99% of my clients have come from referral, right? And that is a pretty staggering amount of business to come from referral. Now, most small businesses do not have that high of a ratio. And if you want to increase it, I'm going to be sharing with you five tips for building your referral network in this podcast. And this is an episode that I've been so excited to make because it's come up a lot recently in the events I've been hosting and the business coaching I've been doing. I've been getting questions about how do I personally get my clients? And I always love seeing people's faces when I tell them that it's nearly 100% referral. So there's a trick to this, right? And it's not just having deep industry connections. There's more to it than that. It's the way you do work. It's how forthcoming you are about the fact that you would like referrals. And these are a lot of things that I find are often missing from other small businesses. And it's hard, right? You know, as a small business owner, you're wearing all of the different hats. So how do you really drive a referral network? So I'm going to share with you in this episode, my five top tips for building a consistent referral network. Number one, do really great work. And this may seem obvious, but go above and beyond to make sure that your clients are satisfied in any industry that you are in. And take it a step further, you know, really take time to close out a engagement, you know, a contract, whatever it is, with a phone call. So I never end contracts without having a wrap up call, you know, your final interaction. And in that final call, there's some really specific things that I do. The first is I make sure that they're truly happy with the service that they got. Is there anything that they would still like to see? You know, and that's the time where if someone does have something that I I missed, I will do it at no cost for them, right? Because I want to leave every client relationship on a high note. And with that, that call, in addition to asking, you know, is there anything that they would have liked to see or that could have gone better? I share with them that my business is primarily run on referral. And the types of referrals that would be really helpful are X, Y, Z. Be very specific and lay it out. And I know this can be really scary for a lot of people, this idea of asking for something at the end of a client engagement. But if people are feeling really good and happy, then that is the time to ask, right? It's not five months later after they've you know, had their whole lives <laughs> in five months in the business world, right? And all these different things have happened. They barely remember working with you. It's really when they are excited, when the engagement is wrapping up and they're pumped about whatever you have built for them. The other piece to this is if they don't have anyone in mind at that moment, I always ask for a testimonial, whether that's on my website or through LinkedIn, whatever it may be, right? And so those are the kind of the three things you need to do in that final call. Now, if you are letting clients wrap up over email, take the time to have a 10 minute call with them. And that alone will make an enormous difference. Number two 
is stay in touch, right? Check in with them on the big holidays. Remind them that you appreciate them several times a year. And I'll tell you, I've actually been doing this with my primary mentors and managers for, gosh, nine years now, right? And I always reach out to those business connections to just stay in touch, let them know what I'm doing, let them know what business, what industry I'm in, and if, you know, there maybe there is there someone that they can refer me. But I don't always say that in the message. It's more like, hey, just wanted to check in, let you know I'm thinking about you. I really appreciate our relationship. I say something specific. And then I let them know what I'm working on, right? And that has actually resulted in so many new contracts for me because I'll be coming back to the same people and I've gotten to work with so many of the same people as they've transitioned from company to company. So there's real power in not necessarily branching out to make a new network, but just staying in touch with people that you really worked well with. And those will be the best referrals. And they always have for me, right? My favorite people tend to hang out with people that are like-minded that I would enjoy working with. Number three, stay top of mind, right? And the way you do this is through being active in your own community, whether it's in-person events or being really public about what's going on in your business, the positive side, of course, on social media and online in general. You know, I hear so often from people that, oh, no one refers me. But if you're not putting out content or staying in touch behind the scenes, you won't remain top of mind when opportunities come up. So yes, this does mean you want to brag a little bit about the things that you're doing on social media, especially as a small business owner, right? And that's how you stay top of mind. Number four is give referrals. Be a super connector. So this will come naturally to some people and less so to others, but it's great practice in selling. So I do this when I find people that I enjoy working with, right? So a great example is my lawyer. I love my lawyer. He's great. He's absolutely wonderful. And I'm constantly referring people to him. And he is always willing to do the same for me because of that. And so finding people that you genuinely want to make part of your referral network and you would feel comfortable referring to them too is very powerful, right? And so the more you can refer your work friends, your work connections, the better because they will be happy to reciprocate when the time comes and the right opportunity provides itself. Again, this is another way to stay top of mind. And last but certainly not least is tip number five, which is to simply ask for referrals. This is the one that people tend to forget. They think that people should just remember to refer them rather than asking. So let's talk about how to be really good at asking for referrals, right? Because It may just sound too nebulous or too confusing at this point and like, okay, so how do I actually go about doing that in a way that feels good and authentic? And so I'll share with you kind of my four-step approach. First is I review who are my top clients or who were my top clients this past year, right? Who are the people, not that just paid me the most money, but the people that I genuinely enjoyed working with and doing work for. So knowing who your top clients are and then determining what is going to be your referral bonus, right? And ideally, this is not actually a percentage of your contracts. I know some people do that, but I just feel very strongly that you shouldn't. You don't need to be giving people money that they referred you to. I think it's very strange and there's a lot to do with taxes and it gets very complicated very quickly. So instead, what I recommend doing is giving a referral bonus that is low cost to you, but high value to them. 
right? So a great example of this would be to give maybe some of your consulting time, right? So that is just, you know, the only thing I will be out is time, not money. And I can give someone, you know, two or three hours of strategy work for big consulting contracts that they were able to refer to me or big coaching contracts, right? And that is a really great way to incentivize, but also not to devalue your own services, right? When we're giving away part of our income or revenue, it's really not doing that much for the other person or their business. So if you can instead use your skills as the referral bonus, this will pay off. And once you've decided what your referral bonus is, really clarify who, what kind of business, what kind of target audience do you want referrals to, and then build that into your ask, right? So the last step, of course, is to ask for a referral. But as you're asking for a referral, make sure you're very clear and say, hey, these are the type of clients I'm really looking for right now and would love to work with. And here's a couple quick lines about me that you can send via email or use as your talk track when you're sharing what services I can provide. So by taking out some of that work for the other person to refer you, by giving them essentially a script that they can use, they will be infinitely more likely to refer you, right? And it'll be very clear and easy for them to do because your goal with building a referral network is to make it as easy as possible for someone to refer you and to know exactly who you would wanna work with. So that's really all I have to share on this front is make sure that you're doing great work and you're having a great wrap up call with every one of your clients, that you're staying in touch, even if it's just on the big holidays, that you're staying top of mind through being very public about the wonderful achievements you're having in your business through giving referrals, right? Being that super connector. And finally, asking for referrals in a way that makes it really easy and really clear for someone to refer you and your business. So I cannot wait to hear how things go after you've put these tips in action. So please, please reach out on Instagram. I have a new Instagram handle if you've been listening to the podcast for a while. And the new handle is Melissa S. Barker. So M-E-L-I-S-S-A, the letter S, B-A-R-K-E-R on Instagram. Definitely connect with me there. Send me a message. Give me a follow. I'll always follow back the listeners because I love connecting with you women and just hearing about how things are going. So send me a message if you have any questions or thoughts or feedback on this episode because I always love to hear from you. And until next week, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking. Check back next Tuesday at 9 a.m. for another episode of Women Rise.